Morning. I just got to start and get in the flow, you know. I've just had a, a beautiful time with God. Whatever, you know. Had a beautiful time walking up. Had a beautiful time before anybody came. Had a wonderful time up in prayer with Jessica. I've had a great time worshipping God with you. I've already succeeded. It's not a performance. It's an experience. So it doesn't matter how you do. God will be awesome. <laughs> Hopefully. I heard this off God while I was up there praying. I just want to throw this out as a bit of a bomb. You know, it says don't quench the Holy Spirit. Have you ever been thirsty and you've You've had a drink. I imagine you have been, otherwise you'd probably be dead. <laughs> so you've had a drink. So you've quenched your first. Okay, so hear this from God. I don't want you to quench your first with me. I have exceedingly abundantly above all you could ask or even think. I want to so outpour on you that you can't handle it or contain it. And I don't even know how that looks. Sorry, can you not hear me, Cheryl? You okay? Yeah, okay. It's like, heaven's abundant. I've been, um, by the way, thank you for every prayer. Um, I can't do that, Clive. But why change? It's been going well for me so far. Um, <laughs> Thank you for every prayer that literally saved my life. Um, oh, I've got words. Okay. So, Kaylee, do you remember when you had a word for me? Yeah, you're in trouble. <laughs> you know that song, Living on Prayer, Nick? It's like you live every day, literally by prayer, you said. I'm worshipping with God there. He's going to tell her just how prophetic she is. She has no idea. It's almost like he literally pinned that word up and went, day by day, he's living by prayer, by the, by the prayer of the saints. By the fact, he's recovering ridiculously well because he's literally living by faith. The just live by faith, so I must be just. But you don't know how big these words are that, my, my original designs come alive because I'm good soil. Your original designs need to be coming alive because you're good soil. But it's a case of, do you believe him? You only have to believe. I don't want to wiggle swerve you. But all you need to do is believe. And it's like, coming here and being in his presence is, is where you want to put your, put your seed, put your ground. All I've done is I've come here and I've, I've spent time with God and I am so blessed. There was an original design word I think Tim had. You was around at that time, Elizabeth. We went to Marcus and Abbey's. Let's face it, it was all you really. But I think Tim had this word. <laughs> what we bless for our children and their children and a thousand generations, you know, um, and it might, 
could have been your word for all I know, because I don't know. I've just, but he went, you're like a drain pipe. That's a good compliment, isn't it? You're tall. No, that wasn't it. All your stuff filters through you from your family. Everything that happens to them has to come through you first. And you're a covering and you're a protection. I've literally fulfilled that word. I, I'm, I'm convinced if anybody else in that car had been hit by me, I'd be sad then. Gosh, what can I say? I didn't see that crying. Because I, I mean it. God, God said no. You go through him. And, and there's no way I was ever going to be plucked from his, his righteous right hand. I am absolutely secure in him. Absolutely. Let's put it this way. He's planned all my days. They're written in his book despite the stupid things I do sometimes. And he goes, I decide when Nick goes. I mean, I'm not comparing myself to Job, but I'll give him as an example. What did he say about him? Fine, do this to him. Do this to him. And do this to him. You cannot touch his life. Same with you. Peter will know. He could testify. You can't touch his life, however stupidly he drives his motorbike. Even if it's a war, you can't touch his life because I am the resurrection and the life. So I, I found my faith, my belief, my security in God has only increased. It, it's almost like, you know, the Bible says you died and you, your life's hidden with Christ. I don't know if it says on high or in God, something like that. You're actually meant to be experiencing the bliss of that. I, I've been to the jaws of death and my life seems sweeter. It's better somehow. It's a miracle. I've become a miracle. So, yeah. I remember Tim coming to see me and he came off and and I don't think he got to see me a lot because there was so much work going on. And I was in my delusional world where I, if I told you some of the crazy stuff I saw, it was I was being tortured by my nurses and fighting them a lot. I was tortured by the nurses were demons and were fighting me and I was fighting them. There was, there was even a point I didn't make heaven. That's what I was seeing. I didn't make heaven, why haven't I gone? Why haven't I gone to heaven? So I, I had that, and that was more real than my reality that I was in. So that's the day that Tim chooses to say, did you see anything? No, not a thing, man, nothing. <laughs> of course, they, they were delusions, some of them. But I think I was connected up to some of the warring that was going on in the spirit realm over me. We want him. We want him. You can't have him. We want him. We want him. Look how strong he is. He's in this hospital bed. He's weak. Why won't he quit? See, I, I know what's going on, mate. 
Okay, we'll do some Bible, shall we? I'm sure I'm off learning about my hospital experiences. Oh, yeah, by the way, we've read out cards that people have sent. Shame yours didn't get there, Steve. <laughs> I can't wait to celebrate the new year and Christmas with you, bro. You. <laughs> That's a private joke. I'll, uh, uh, Steve, Steve wasn't optimistic I'd be good until Christmas, I think. <laughs> yeah, he sent me this tremendous card. Uh, got it all wrong, but it was, uh, it was funny. So it's probably better than you sending me a normal card. We read out all your cards, and I was, I was out of it, so I was crying. But the... the the love and the response I got from my church family and my family and people I work with and people I've met. So, so I got at my own funeral and got to see how appreciated I was. So I, thanks, guys, you know. I wouldn't... I wouldn't have talked about any of this. But Tim said to me this, he said... Uh, You've been in a bad accident, Nick. Do you know what's happened to you? I said, yeah, I was in a car crash. I remember it. Oh, by the way, I woke up to impact. My sister's in pain going, ow, ow, ow. I'm in pain, but I'm thinking, hospital, few drugs, they'll send me home. I had no idea how bad I was. I took my own seatbelt off. That's, that's uncomfortable. And uh, even when they said, he's the worst, he's going first, I thought, I'll call him a bit more marked than everybody else. A few war wounds. I never, not for a long time, did I understand how bad I was. I'm laying in a hospital bed. Uh, by the way, God airlifted me to the best hospital probably in the country with the best surgeons. Special priority treatment. What's that you're saying, Pete? I'm watching you. Oh, okay, see. <laughs> see, that's what he does for us, yeah. So I've had, I've had, without those surgeons being as brilliant and the ambulance people as brilliant as they were at their jobs, I'd be dead, but God was with me. And God was with them. We sing that, don't we? He goes before me. He goes behind me. Absolutely, I know it. So, what was I telling you? I don't know. I don't know why I went there. Let's get to some scripture anyway. Yeah, yeah. If someone comes to me again, I'll agree with it. Hebrews 12, verse 22. Now, that, that thing's been playing up for ages. So if Steve's struggling, I'll get it. It's not... Steve, I'm trying to cover your... Uh, <laughs> 22, mate. 22. It's all right. I need it up there because I'm now blind. It's nothing to do with the accidents. My eyesight's gone. My short sight. I think I told you this. I came back from COVID. First time, first time I preached, I couldn't understand why I couldn't see my Bible anymore. I could see it from about there, so 
Now this is a place where you live, where we live. That, that scripture where it says nobody's ascended into heaven but the Son of Man who's, does it say descended? Have I got that right? So he's saying to Nicodemus, I'm in heaven right now from talking to you. Now, through your imagination, through, through being in prayer and going, I, I choose to be in your new Jerusalem, my new home, where it's peace, where it's joy, where it's love, where there's no work. You're there. And this just happened to me. I was up there. I was praying and I went, I come up to your holy mountain. I just go with what word comes. I come up your holy mountain. Your heaven. It's all because on the street on earth. I'm just sat there and I'm going, there's no work. There's nothing I have to do. I'm complete. It's done. Finished. Finito. Total rest. You have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable, oh, I said that word well, company of angels. We get that, don't we, Pete? When you've been for an experience like we have, see, see pal, I could tag you in. You know there are an innumerable company of angels around you. But there's an innumerable company of angels around you. Do you know it? It's interesting. I had this in mind Tuesday, and, and Tim, when he prayed, he went, you got two big angels with you? I thought, oh, no. I don't see them. I'm often unaware of it. I was in, uh, I went for a game of pool and a point last night. Don't judge me. Um, so, my cousin and a fella, he goes, we, we, we're going to see a medium on the 12th or something. I'm like, I'm like, a medium. It's either a con artist or I'm tapping into some demon. And he repeats it, it didn't hear it, yeah. I'm like, I don't like that sort of thing. Now, this is a, the stuff going on around you. Why would you bring that to my attention? You know I'm a Christian. So I've, uh, as you can imagine, I went and prayed after, sorted it out. I'm going, hold on, I walk in this place. Whether it's the pub, whatever, everything that's in there that's bad, now has to leave. I don't care what agreement, what covenant you made. I have a covenant with him. So I cancel your contract. <laughs> Goodbye. Leave. You're not allowed it anywhere I walk. But um, so she comes back because she takes her friend back. She comes to pick me up and her, her boyfriend. I get along fine with him, by the way. I haven't had a row, blazing row with him. But um, she goes my cousin, are the ghosts seeing it? I'm just like, <laughs> you know when you're surrounded by, uh, no, it's a real life. <laughs> and I, I went, 
There aren't, there's no such thing as ghosts. There's only demons. And I'm surrounded by angels, so they're not allowed in here. And she goes, you know what, Nick, I believe that. I says, yeah, I believe it, absolutely. It's nice when them things come out you naturally, though. It wasn't, oh, I've got to say something. It was like, well, I'm not having that. I'm not having a three-year-old coming to this ghost. And it's unchecked. You're in my family, therefore, not allowed. Do one. Oh. Don't know why I went there, but okay. Okay, Psalm 139, 7 to 12. There's probably more good stuff in there. We'll, we'll move it along. We want dinner. I don't know, Steve. We've got to go back over there now. <laughs> uh, 7 to 12. I like Shirley Weaver a lot, so I'll come over here. <laughs> That's where the Holy Ones sit if you want to move. <laughs> no? Okay. I literally think God's been saying this to me. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? Keep going, Steve. If I ascend into heaven, you're there. Had I died, what would have happened? Heaven, because I'm already there. If I made my bed in hell, behold, you're there. I told you. I almost went to hell, sort of. In, my, in the delusions, in the lies, in the demonic that was spouting at me. I encountered a place like that. I was in this constant NAFIS hospital program going for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And I'd only been in there two. Tim said to me, how many weeks have you been here? I went two. Uh, sorry, I went five. You went two. Two. It went on and on and on and on and on. Man. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, if you become the little mermaid and go down where it's wetter, it isn't better. No, but seriously, God's there. Even there, even in the depths of the sea of crisis, of anxiety, of trouble with your family, of problems with your job, with debt, with health concerns, even there, he will lead and his right hand will hold you. I told you, none can pluck you out of his hand. Not me. I'm not extra special. I really am extra special. But I'm no more extra special than all of you are. I hope you know it. Because he knows it. Oh, I've, got, I've got to go here now. Hold on couple more scriptures, I think. One Corinthians fifteen, verse forty-five. I might have to go back to Hebrews. Just give me a sec, because I've got something. You find that though, Steve. Whatever I've just said. Okay. Yeah, I need to go back in there, Hebrews, but remind me. 
after this one, we'll be back in Rayo's room to do it. And I'll finish there. I've got something to tell you. Uh, 15 verse 45. So the world, as you know, was made of things that we do not see. The unseen being more real than the things you do see. That's why the horrible demonic tappings and stuff. If you like, if we were two, we're 3D, they're 4D. They can see everything you're thinking. They know your safe combination. They know stuff. They, there's nothing hidden. You literally, you do not know. You're being watched all the time. Fortunately, they have no power over you, so you're all right. But of course, God knows everything. And he's the boss, so we have, we have nothing to fear. That don't look right. 45, but the verse. Is it? Oh, Corinthians and Chronicles. Yes, all right. You're doing better than you thought, and, and nobody cares how well you do, mate. It doesn't matter. Just being willing to do it, Steve, is, it's freed me up to do what I do. See, he's on fire. Give him a round of applause. So, the order of the earth was the spiritual first. You came from the spirit realm. You came to earth. But man fell. Uh, and so it was written, the first man, Adam, became... Hold on. Get the, get the verse before. Might be after. It'll probably come later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. One more, one more, one more before. Oh, this is this is a lot of work. After the verse, um, first is the natural, then's the the spiritual. It doesn't matter. We'll stick from here. Uh, Ah, however, the spiritual is not first, but the natural, and afterwards the spiritual. So we've obviously gone from the reverse order. We started born in trespasses and sin, got saved, now we're glorious. Next verse. The first man was of the earth, made of dust. The second man is the Lord from heaven. You know who we speak of there, don't we? Christ Jesus, yes. Next verse. As was the man of dust, so are also those who are made of dust. And as is the heavenly man, so are those who are heavenly. So you're not that natural, whiny, lying, scheming, boring, monotonous, Believe stupid things. You're not that idiot that you once were. Sometimes you choose to think that you are, 
but you're not. You're literally a heavenly man. So if you're a heavenly man, now it doesn't matter if you manifest this or not, I am all healthy because he is all healthy and I'm in him. Now, my hope, my desire, is I go through whatever I have to do naturally, I get as well as I can, and I fully recover. Whether I fully recover or not, I am strong as an ox and completely healed. I live there in my head. That's all I will think. Whatever it throws at me, I don't take any notice. I had a bad morning this morning. I had to clean something up. Because where I go to the toilet, I have no control over when it fills. So some mornings, it's right there on top of me. I have to wash my sheets. And I'm there going, oh, this is terrible, disastrous. But inside, I was immovable. Why isn't this bothering me? I should be absolutely full of self-pity right now. This is terrible. I did nothing to deserve this. But the strength that I, that I find in God through weakness, it's the, it's the foolishness of preaching because this man's an idiot. But he has a, he has a great God that he's with who actually doesn't think he's an idiot. Do you know what I mean? It's a relationship. I get up here as a man going, I don't know, and then I walk in ease and comfort, and it's the cinchiest thing in the world. It doesn't matter what anybody thinks, or I, I want you to have something from him, though. That's my desire. Give them something that's just for them, because I don't need to be heard. I can sit there quiet. I am capable. I am a bit of an introvert as well. I don't show it you very often, I don't think. Okay, we're going to go to Hebrews, and we're going to finish. Promise, maybe. Hebrews 12.22 again, because I saw something this morning. Uh, I'm going to try and do this with my natural eyes. Uh, 22. Okay, we've done that one. Get to 23. You've come to, you know, Mount Zion, living city. You're surrounded by a company of angels. In the general assembly and church of the firstborn who are registered in heaven. Isn't that literally, you're on the register, man. Sign in. Hi, I'm here. Registered. That's why Paul went, I'm a citizen of heaven. You have all the rights of heaven. You have the rights to hell. Whatever, I don't know. What's up there? Joy. I have that in abundance. Love. Shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost. It's all there in you. You're in heaven and heaven's in you. Um, to the General Assembly of the Church, yeah, I did that, didn't I? To God, the judge of all, to the spirits of just men made perfect. Just men made perfect. Sorry, girls, you're not there. It's just men. 
Jesus did say we know the man or woman, but like angels of the Lord up there. So wherever we are, we knew. But I can imagine I'll look at Judith and know she was female and look at Peter and wonder. <laughs> and his new body, because he'll be so wonderful up there. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know whether to do comedy or preach. Um, <laughs> next verse. Yes, it does that. To Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. So he speaks life, his blood, we enter through his blood. It's sprinkled all over you. You have access through the blood. And you've got the better word, the words of life. The words we write down on a Tuesday for each other. You don't know you've gone through this place, do you? You've been there, you lived there. Verse 25. Now listen to this. See that you do not refuse him who speaks. For if they did not escape, so this, this becomes all serious. Who refused him who spoke on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn, if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven. He's told you who you are. You're saved, you're his, he's spoken over you. Who would be stupid enough to turn away from him? Who would go back and be like, I fully reject you, God? That's the kind of person he's talking about. He's not talking about your, the danger of you losing your salvation. I don't believe that. I believe he saved you and none can pluck, him, pluck you from his hand. So you can, you can hear these things. I'm, I'm an old Baptist. I hear, the, I hear harshness. I read these scriptures and I go, ooh, that's quite scary, God. Look at me. I'm a so you start to think you're that old man that was crucified with him and raised on the third day, you know. So move on, Steve. I'll try to get cut to the chase now. Um... So, as you know, God came down the mountain. He wanted to meet the people, but he came down, and their perception of him was is this fearsome, roaring, fiery God that they're petrified of. Um, if you know the, the story of the man of talents, I knew that you were a harsh master, so I, I hid my talents in the ground. You need to know him. I'm going to say, and the power of his resurrection, which is dangerous. So he said this to me. I am a harsh taskmaster to those that believe I'm a harsh taskmaster. But you know me. You know me to be altogether lovely. Moses knew the face of God. Moses went up the mountain he knew the intimacy. So let, let me finish it with verse 28. Verse 28. And I promise we'll finish in another hour. <laughs> no, 
Now I'm done. I'm locked in. 28. Here we go. Therefore, the kingdom of God is within the scripture declares that, does it not? Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom, so we've received the kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Verse 29. For our God is an all-consuming fire. We serve God. Let me put it this way. Because we love God, we've experienced God, that's why we come here to worship, because we love God, we experience God. That's, that's all it is, all him. And the more you get to know him, the easier this life that you live becomes. Is it Paul that said, the life I now live, I live by faith in the Son of God? Does that mean he was such a good boy that he never lost his temper again, never had a strop. He had a few strops at Peter in the Bible, if you remember. So they had to be separated, they had such a tantrum. Am I right? But the life he lived, he lived by knowing and seeing him. This is eternal life, that you will know him. And that's it. Come here. Receive those words that you hear and become them. And that's, that's it. Okay, I hope I've got that across. Thank you.